back to the Call to Action podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Reggie Gillum, who was a former Toledo Rocket, now with the Buffalo Bills. Reggie, how are you today? How has the start of the season been going? I'm great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, start of the season's going really well. I don't know if you guys saw the, the game Thursday night, but uh, I'd say we had a good kickoff to our season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, watched it. I mean, everyone's anticipation all years for that first <laughs> NFL game of the year, and you guys uh, showed out for sure. Uh, how, I guess my first question, since you have one game under your belt, how much different is it? Um, how, how is that feeling in the in not just a locker room, but practice leading up to the next game? You guys have a longer week to prepare for your next opponent versus when you lose a game. Uh, I'd say that we go into every game with the same mindset, you know, win or lose, because it's like, if we want it, great. They usually say like 24 hours to celebrate, whatever. And then we got to turn the page. So if we lose the same mindset, 24 hours, figure out what we did wrong, turn the page on to the next opponent. So I wouldn't say we get too fixated on, you know, the opponent after the game is done with, but yeah, we're ready to go for the next week. Now I got to ask you guys, the social teams keep you pretty busy within the locker room. Were you able to try any of those trick shots that they were posting about? No, I was, I actually remember walking by like after they were done shooting it and there was like hot dogs on the floor. There's like ping pong balls. I'm like, what is going on here? So I always see a lot of weird things like that. And I just don't even ask questions about it anymore. It's like when you're in high school and your teachers are like, this stuff won't fly in like college or your job and you're walking past hot dogs just lying on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Reggie, I want to take this kind of um, as we start here, like all the way back. Could you tell us for, for those that don't know you, uh, your story and how you kind of um, came into Toledo, uh, why you why you went there, you know, all that good stuff goes back, go back to high school and and. Uh, your process getting to uh, be a rocket? All right. Well, uh, I went to a small high school called Westland High School in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I didn't win very many games. We were pretty bad. I think I won seven games in my entire high school career. So, um, you know, I always wanted to play football at the next level. You know, in college, it would have been at that time. But um, I didn't think it would be possible for me because, you know, I played at a small school. Recruiters weren't coming by looking for any guys like us because we were – we were so bad. <laughs> so uh, my third year or third game into my senior year, I had a, I had a great game. I ran for like 300 some yards. Right. So uh, this Toledo recruiter messaged me on Twitter. He was like, Hey, saw your game the other night. You had a monster game. Uh, we'd like to have you come up and see our campus. So I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, after, after that, uh, after that season was over, I forget when it was exactly, but uh, I went up there for a weekend. They had like their walk on weekend or whatever they call it. So I went up there and saw the campus, talked to all the coaches, and they were like, we want to make you a preferred walk-on. Uh, we don't have any more scholarships for this, uh, for this recruiting class, so uh, we'd like to put you on scholarship. You know, after, you, after you're here for a couple of years, you can possibly earn a scholarship. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that was the only, that was the only Division One team that ever talked to me. Like, I had a bunch of, like, local, like, D3 schools around Ohio, but I, I knew I wanted to play at the highest level possible. So I uh, – you know, after after the visit, I was like, you know, what, this is what I want to do. So I decided I was going to be a walk on. And then that was like during the whole coaching change with uh, Campbell and Candle. So I remember my first day when I got there, I didn't know if Candle knew who I was. So I went up to Candle and I was like, hey, 
Like Campbell wanted me to be a preferred walk on. I was like, start about to explain to him my story. He's like, I already know who you are. You're fine. Go sit down. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so uh, when I, when I got there, I was a running back, uh, and I was deep behind a bunch of great running backs. You know, Kareem, Terry, Remy. There was a bunch of guys. So I'm like the eighth running back on the depth on the depth chart. So I'm like, I'm never gonna get on the field. <laughs> so uh, at that, I don't know if it's still a rule or not, but I know there's only so many guys you can take into camp. So it was like 104 guys or whatever, and we had way more guys than we could take into camp. So I wasn't even going to make it to camp until, um, you know, I went to I went to camp and I said, you know, what can I do to, you know, do something else, you know, be a contributor and get to camp. He's like, well, we can switch you to our like tight end fullback, you know, hybrid position. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like whatever I can do to get on the field, right? So uh, I, I did that, and uh, I'd say I didn't play any uh, my freshman year. But in sophomore year, I played on a lot of special teams. I was getting a little bit of uh, rotation on offense. And then by junior year, I was starting. So um, I ended up earning a scholarship at the uh, beginning of my junior year and got named a captain for junior and senior year. So I'd say I turned it around pretty well. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you have a uh, special when, when they told you you were scholarship? Did they, uh, you know, how you see all these videos? How did you get, how did they tell you you got your scholarship? No, they didn't do anything special Nothing. for me. <laughs> they just said they no, no, were no. going to put you on scholarship. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. So yeah. I'm signing the papers. Like, I don't need anything special. I'll just sign my name. <laughs> you see those now. You you wonder, but yeah, when you're when you're contributor, yeah. I'm sure uh, I'm sure they're like, yeah, you're you're the guy. You're going to stick here. And then yeah. and then as you as you move on, just uh, uh, the same sort of deal, right? You you go undrafted, undrafted free agent, and. Um, how, I mean, it's kind of the same process, right? You went through and had to prove yourself uh, when you got drafted. So, again, with that, um, I'm sure you you wanted your your name to be called, but uh, you're clearly doing what it takes right now to to keep things going. <laughs> so, so take us again through through that whole process once you once you get through Toledo and and into the NFL. So again, same kind of same kind of process there. So. You know, being in Toledo as a, as a Mac school and a fullback coming out of the Mac seems like a long shot to get drafted. So I'm thinking the same thing, you know, same mindset I was in high school. Like I'm coming from a, a spot to where it's unlikely that I'll make it, but, you know, there's still a shot. So um, end of my senior year at Toledo, after I graduate, you know, got an agent, you know, start talking about, hey, maybe we could actually do this. So I'm, I'm, I'm training um, in January, like January, February getting ready for pro day, you know, getting ready to put my best stuff on tape so I can, you know, give myself the best chance to make it for the NFL. And then the COVID outbreak comes. So the pandemic comes around, I think it was March, 2020. And um, my pro day was scheduled for like March 23rd. And I remember March 19th, they said all pro days are canceled. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, this is the end of the road for me. Like I have no shot to make it now because I have barely any film you know, I have no stats because all I did was I, I blocked most of the time. So I don't really have anything to show for me that I can play at the next level. So I'm like, how can I, you know, how can I, how can I let these people know that I, I can play? So uh, what I ended up doing is I actually went to uh, the local Walmart over on uh, Central and I bought a tripod and I went out to the field and I shot my own pro day. Awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. And while I'm out there, uh, you know, it's still a COVID outbreak going on. So um, I'm out on the field and they're like, hey, uh, you can't be here. Like campus is closed. So I'm like, I'm in the middle of shooting my pro day. So I'm like, I just need to do a couple more things. Like, just let me finish. And they're like, no, you got to go. So I'm like, 
all right. So I called my trainer. I was uh, training out in Pittsburgh. So I called my trainer up. I was like, hey, can we, can I get back out there and we can shoot my pro day? Just, you know, go to one of the high schools around there or something like that. And he was like, sure, come on up. So I, I drove uh, three hours out there and shot my pro day on my tripod. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. incredible. That's, That's awesome. It. That's determination, which <laughs> kind of leads me into one of our questions we usually ask later on in the podcast. But what is a piece of advice you would give to any young player looking at you going as a walk-on to then pushing yourself in the NFL? What's that piece of advice you would give? What I always tell the guys in my old high school is just to keep going because there was times when I thought it wasn't possible either, but I just kept going and it ended up working out for me. So I always tell them there's no special recipe. There's no special formula or anything. All you have to do is keep putting your best foot forward and keep going. What was your, uh, we always ask this too, but typically we're talking to um, current student athletes, but you know, how, how did you just enjoy your time in, in the Mac and at Toledo? Like what were your favorite parts about playing Mac football or, or being at Toledo? I love it. I, I love Maction because it was the only thing on, <laughs> on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. So, you know, the whole world was watching because everybody wanted to get their fix for football. So uh, in a way it was kind of like, you know, how the, you know, Sunday night football, Monday night football. I always thought of it like Tuesday night football, Wednesday night football. Like everybody is watching because it's the only thing on right now. So, uh, you know, everybody always makes jokes about the Mac and, you know, because, you know, you can be turning a paper and have to go play in a game. <laughs> but I always loved it. I always had, a, always had a good time. Do you think that helped you at all? Do you think, you know, those those national games? I, I know you, you know, didn't put up the stats because of like you said, <laughs> you were, but, but do you think uh, just being on there for even other guys that that helps guys? Yeah, uh, for sure. But at the same time, the stadiums were never packed. So because, <laughs> you know, it's a Tuesday night, people got to work. So <laughs> it was uh, they, the stadiums were never packed, but the pressure was definitely on because, you know, the whole world was watching. Yeah, it's true. And students got class late at night. And obviously, yeah. you guys uh, won the championship in 2017. You're still part of that team. But other than that, what was one of your favorite Toledo football memories? I have a ton. Uh, probably when we went to the Bahamas Bowl in uh, 2018, that was a ton of fun. We had like a dance party on the beach and uh, we stayed at Atlantis. The place is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. I had such a good time there. Did you guys you win? Go back? Oh, sorry, Normandy. So would you go back to the Bahamas just to, just for a little vacation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that resort was awesome. My question was going to be I know every year at the Bahamas Bowl, they uh, have both teams do the dance battle. Did did, ever, <laughs> did did you get did Toledo win that year? Yeah, yeah, we won it that year. <laughs> Love it. What's your best dance move? I was not. I was the guy in the back recording on Snapchat, like oh, <laughs> hyping all the guys up. He had that. He had that tripod back out there. Like this. this yeah, guy, exactly. <laughs> He's avoiding the dance floor as much as possible. Well, let, let's get into currently. I know. Uh, again, we talked about a little bit about week one win. But uh, I know we asked, you know, what you love about the Mac and about Toledo, but um, Bill's Mafia, uh, you know, just just overall uh, being um, in that city. I know they love their football. Uh, they love their sports. How, how has it been just being um, a member of the squad? Bill's Mafia is incredible. I, mean, I say this every day because they do something every day that just absolutely amazes me. I have so many stories I could go on. But uh, I remember um, in 2020, after we clinched the playoffs, we were coming home from Denver. We were at their place. 
So, you know, late flight, we probably got back at like three, three, four in the morning, right? We get back and the airport is flooded with people. And there's people standing outside, you know, four in the morning celebrating because we just clinched the playoffs. And it's just like, <laughs> like, how can you beat that? There's like, we landed and you can hear them outside of the plane yelling and screaming for us. It was just like, it was like a movie. It just gives you chills. That's awesome. How many broken tables? Absolutely incredible. How many broken um, tables do you see? <laughs> they actually like they actually display like the folding tables like at the Walmart like in the front like when you walk in folding tables. <laughs> like, that's, that's, what, that's that's the main the main attraction here. I, I feel I mean and you're an Ohio guy but uh, I really feel like I was a Brown season ticket holder. I'm a lifelong Browns fan. I, I think if that, I mean I know they made the playoffs but um, yeah, like if if the Browns ever got like good repeatedly like year after year I, I feel like the the fan base here would do a lot of that same like at least in the I mean, we're not breaking tables that's buffalo's thing but the airport even just when the Cavs won the title i i went to the airport i mean like everyone was there right so you describing that brought me back to that thought process and but that's probably like every week there i mean yeah I, yeah they, they love it yeah yeah the mafia is absolutely the most loyal fans you know the whole 90s, the 94 thing with the Super Bowls losing four in a row. So these guys are long overdue. So they've been waiting and waiting a long time for the Bills to be a solid football team after that because, you know, there's a little bit of a drought in between there. But, yeah, these, these fans are absolutely amazing. There's nothing they wouldn't do for the players. Yeah, I think Browns fans would just be crawling around on the ground barking. I don't know. I've experienced <laughs> one Browns football game, and it was a preseason game, and I got barked at. Oh yeah. Okay. That's what we do. That's what we do. But I do. I will say I love the videos of like a Bill's baptism, and it's like them like crushing a baby baby on like a little (laughs) makeshift folding table. I think they're so fun. But um, how special is it to just like be a part of that team, um, or like even your first NFL touchdown pass from Josh Allen? Uh, I, I still don't believe it sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be sitting watching TV and I'll look up, you know, there'll be a commercial on ESPN and I'll see like, see like Josh or Steph. I'm like, oh, I know this guy. So, <laughs> like that's my team. Or like if I see if I see myself in the background in one of the commercials, I'm just like, wow, that, that's me. You know, it never really sets in that, you know, it's real. You know, so it's such a special thing to be a part of this, this culture and this organization here because of, you know, how they treat people and how the fans are with their with the players like there's so many examples of just crazy things that you would never think of and and you talk about i mean you play with a you're playing with a megastar right i mean you're playing with yeah. the best out there how is how is josh for for people that i mean i see the fact i think the guy he's doing the trick shots it looks like he's just he is, who he is but how yeah. does he how does he command that that huddle for you guys uh we call him the general so you know during games you know he's He's locked in. He's, a, you know, he's a leader. But, you know, anytime off the field in the locker room, he's just a regular guy. He's a goofball. He likes to play around and have fun with everybody. But not just him either. You know, that's how the whole locker room is. It's like a it's like a brotherhood. You know, it's really like a huge family. So everyone's real close. You know, I, I, I know I can't speak to that for every team. But uh, I know here for sure it's definitely family-oriented. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you get to know those guys off the field a little bit. Let's talk about you off the field. Um, rumor has it is you're a big time gamer and you like anime. Is that true? I don't like anime. You don't I like anime? A gamer. 
then one of your old teammates <laughs> led me way wrong. They were like, ask about anime. But are you a gamer? Yeah, definitely a gamer. I've never even that old. I mean, I watched I watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid, but that's about it. <laughs> so you can't get behind. What games do you play usually? Uh, I play a lot of Madden, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I would say 2K, um, Call of Duty, Fortnite, really anything that I can play with my guys. How do they rate you in Madden? Too low? Yeah, but... I'll let them have it for now because I haven't really done enough to be deserving of a high enough rating, but they'll see. It's coming. Okay. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> if nothing else uh, motivates you, it's that mad. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they have me at a, a 70 overall, which is not awful, but I think I'm at least an 80. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I got you. I feel you. Um, one question that, I mean, I, I'll forget to ask if I don't know, but we talk to a lot of our Buffalo student athletes about the best place for wings in town um, so so what what if, if you don't have a top if it's too do you have a top one yes i absolutely okay. have a top one all right let's, let's hear it the barbill tavern oh all right it's far one. and away it's far and away the best wing spot here in town so you probably they have they have so many flavors but my favorites are the honey butter barbecue and the lemon pepper so you're the second person. I think you would have overlapped. Yeah, you would have overlapped um, Wyatt Teller, right? Were you on the same team? As no. no, you weren't. So, no, he... Wyatt, so Wyatt's here with the Browns now. And um, last year we played golf, mutual friend. And he was out and I asked him the question because he spent time at Buffalo. He's the only other person mm -hmm. I've heard say, he's like, when you go to Buffalo, that's the spot. So that's two. And you guys see, and, and then I have Elmo's is what a lot of the, but I think it's because it's by the Buffalo campus. Um, but that, that's another one. Elmo's? I've never yeah. heard of Elmo's. It's by the UB campus. So you're going to have to go because to go check it out. <laughs> because I got you and why there's, there's two, there's two pros that say bar bills. And then I got Khalil Mack who said Elmo's. And then I have some other uh, student athletes, but again, it's right like a mile away from campus. Um, it is very good. So I've never had bar pills, but I've heard good things. Try it. So yeah, definitely have to try it. And that's I by guess. the stadium, right? No, it's actually in East Aurora. It's a small village, um, probably about uh, 20 minutes from the stadium. Okay. Okay. Gotta gotta write those down. And I also gotta ask, are you using <laughs> a ranch or blue cheese dipping sauce at all? Oh, uh, you're gonna throw me under the bus. So I hope it's no Buffalo fans are though. listening, but uh, <laughs> I hope none of the mafia is listening because they <laughs> will crucify me if they hear I hear me say this, but I like ranch better than blue cheese. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. <laughs> it's fair. You're from the Midwest. They have to give you that. <laughs> yeah, but they hate ranch up here. Like it's like a sin. Like I have to like put in the special instructions when I order my wings, like ranch, please. Like <laughs> and like some of the blue cheese are just like uh, this guy. <laughs> and they're still slipping you blue cheese. They're like this guy. Yeah, they still put the blue cheese in there and they just throw a ranch packet in there. It's not even like a ranch dipping cup. It is like the ranch dressing with the old oh, guy man. on the front. It's yeah, like Frank's yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's like salad dressing. So it's like, okay. <laughs> All right. I know I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, next time we go up to Buffalo, I'm going to have to try. I, but I, but I think you need to go try almost. I, I haven't almost. heard him say that it's, that it's bad. So um, what's the, I mean, I know a Super Bowl at, at least um, 
for a, for a team goal, right? But what are what are some of your things that you're trying to improve on? What are some things that that you personally have goals for? Uh, I just want to be one of. I just want to be known as a good football player. You know, I want when people look at the Bills, I want them to think, oh yeah, they get that good fullback. You know, I don't want it to just be one of those guys that's like kind of just like a role player, kind of flies under the radar a little bit, but. Yeah, my goal is, you know, keep getting better each day, every practice. I can, you know, put my best foot forward and help this team win games. And how do you make yourself so versatile so you are able to just make those big plays? <laughs> so I would say it all started when I was a, as a young kid. Like, I wanted to play every position. Like, I didn't want to just be a running back or a receiver or tight end. Like, I wanted to play everything. So, like, in high school, I played every position. I even played a game as a JV quarterback. <laughs> so... <laughs> I've, I've been all over the place. So uh, I just credit that, you know, I've played every position at one point in time. So now here in Buffalo, if coach asked me to do something like I, I can do it. Like, you know, there's no, obviously I'm not elite at every single one, but like there's not much of a drop off in, you know, whatever position I play at. Awesome. What's outside of being on the field, what, what's the best part of being in the NFL? <laughs> Uh, I get to play football for a living. <laughs> no, outside, outside of that, obviously. Uh, but what, what is, what's like the perk? What's the best perk? Do you, do you feel, or best couple perks that you have from being part get, of the NFL? Like getting to make people's day. Like if I go and you know go to a store or whatever, and someone's like, "Oh, are you Reggie Gilliam?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, can we take a picture? Can we have an autograph? And then like I get to take a picture with them. That makes their whole day. Like uh, the other day, I was, uh, I was shopping and there was an elderly lady, and she was like do you play for the bills? And I'm like, yeah, I do. She's like, what number are you in? It's like, I'm 41. And she's like, Oh my goodness. Can we please take a picture together? My grandson will love it. This and that. So I took a picture with her. She's like, Oh my goodness, I'm shaking. Thank you so much. So it's like, it's cool to be able to do that, you know, be a positive influence, especially when it comes to, you know, kids too. So that's a, that's another thing about the NFL. Do you feel famous? Like, I know you said it's kind of shell shocking to see yourself on a commercial, but do you ever like, are you like, I, I guess uh, I'm famous. I don't ever really feel famous. I mean, I know that I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a celebrity, but when people always say, oh, you're famous, I'm like, I just play football. <laughs> I just play football in front of a lot of people. I wouldn't call it fame. I mean, there definitely are some NFL players that are celebrities, but I don't consider myself as one. No, it's th those are good answers. I, I thought you were going to say like, you know, uh, what, do they, what do they call it? Like training table? Well, I guess training table. Every, every NFL facility has like the, the cafeteria or the oh yeah whatever the weight room obviously is awesome that you get up a, a place that's like probably one of the most high tech or you know any yeah. NFL facility uh or just gear i mean but you gave a gear. very humble and, and gracious answer so i i respect <laughs> that too well there there are guys like you know josh allen and stefan diggs those are celebrities for sure but I'm not on that level. <laughs> no, no. I just meant from your answer of like, just making people feel good. Like when I was getting at my questions, like, oh, yeah. thing? like, is it the gear that you get? Is it the, uh, you know, anything like that? But oh, no, I mean, it's good. I mean, the gear, I mean, you get gear in college too. I mean, this don't true. get me wrong. I, I love a free t-shirt, but like <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's not one of the, there's way bigger things than, you know, sure. getting free gear or whatever else. How much of your wardrobe is just athletic gear? Is it like 100%, 99.9? I would say like 75% is like oh, Toledo and uh, Bill's gear. <laughs> Rockets are off to 2-0 start uh, right now as as of this podcast. What, what um, 
I mean, do you get a chance when you're on the road to try and do you still watch? Yeah, I try to tune in. And, uh, you know, this weekend, since I played on Thursday, I was able to watch them on Saturday. And, uh, I, you know, I'm really I'm very impressed with what the, what the team is looking like right now. You know, this weekend will be the real challenge at Ohio State. Uh, I, I wish I could go because, you know, I'm from Columbus. I grew up like 15 minutes from the campus. So I, w- I would love to go, but, you know, I'll be busy. <laughs> What um, I know I'm getting back to the gear question, not really the gear question, but what's your favorite uh, Bill's uniform combo? The all red. All red. Yeah, I, I love it. That. I think that's everybody's favorite combo. <laughs> Is that coming out on Monday night? Monday night home game? I mean, I don't, huh? I know, I know we're scheduled to do it uh, sometime this season. I don't know what game it is but i don't know until we walk in the locker room they have like a little mannequin with the uniform on it so that's how oh. i know what, what colors we're wearing that week <laughs> I gotcha. well hey if there was any time to, to bring them out i would a home opener on monday night you never know that could be uh, yeah i don't know every year we have we usually do it like mid-season like november december like yeah. i don't think we've ever done it this early yeah so. i liked uh when when uh josh went with the like i think it was the all red but and the and the visor was red the red like, helmet. Did I, you see I the red thought, helmet? Yeah, and a and a red visor too. I thought. Yeah, so. they. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. He teased the red helmet. I don't even know where he got it from. First of all, <laughs> I just I didn't even notice it because he changed it so quick. But uh, I got on because uh, that was like a Friday night scrimmage or whatever during camp. I remember getting on uh, Instagram after the game, and people were like, uh, you know, look at his red helmet, and you know, the Bills page is actually teasing like, oh, we're not actually dropping a red helmet. So. I don't know. <laughs> Would have been real cool though. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the all reds are a good are a good combo for sure. What what was your favorite at Toledo? Did you have a favorite? Um, either the all white or the white jersey blue pants. Okay. Did you play when and, it, and, like Glass City? Did it say Glass City one time on the helmet? I like those. I think my freshman year, yeah, I did. Um. For I think my sophomore year, we had all gray uniforms. Those are fun too. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I still like their throwback jerseys the best. I think like the blue and white. Oh, I forgot about that those one. Yeah, good. I forgot about. That. I wish they, I wish they would have put our names on those though. I was. I think you guys wore those when you guys beat BYU. I feel like that was like. Uh, I remember that. Maybe after me, my oh, maybe. I only got to wear them one time. One time. Uh, we beat Western Michigan. Good stuff. It goes along with the with the advice question, but just other players from the Mac, um, you know, other guys that are trying to get to your level. Uh, it's same advice, but what what kind of like things did you learn in the Mac, or if anything, or just playing in Toledo? Because I, I just feel like everyone in this conference has that chip on their shoulder and has that kind of mentality, like work a little harder, or in your case, do whatever it takes, you know, to or switch positions, just like. What did playing in the MAC kind of teach you, or to to kind of help you with your mindset now? It taught me that I'm definitely gonna have to go the extra mile, because you know it's it's rare that a MAC guy gets drafted, unfortunately. But that's just how they view it, because you know level of competition, whatever. But um, I just know that I'm gonna have to go, you know, a little further than a guy that maybe played in the SEC or the ACC or Big Ten, wherever, just because of you know where I started. And, you know, that's not to say it's not possible because there's me, there's five or six Matt guys on the Bills alone. I think we might have the most Matt guys on in the entire league. Hey, hey, I was going to say, <laughs> you could be the Steelers, but I think the Bills have taken over now. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, the Steelers should have like four Toledo guys alone. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's just you know nothing was given to us. You know, obviously there's you know some guys on scholarship, but uh, there was no you know fancy draft parties for any Matt guys or like we don't know Matt guy has gone into the league and thought okay I'm gonna be a day one starter. Like it's just it doesn't happen like that. I mean, there's been a few you know like Kareem. And, and Deontay, that got put into great situations and, you know, went out and earned it. But it's like nobody is counting on those guys to be a day one difference maker. Yeah. So, like, you have to go and prove that to, to the coaches, to the fans, everybody. Yeah, they're, they're, they are few and far between, like you said, unfortunately, because you look around the league and a lot of the top names are from the MAC. I mean, you know, there's a lot yeah. of top conferences, but some some difference makers. But, yeah, to your point, like when – Ben got drafted. I mean, if you're a quarterback getting drafted in the top 10, you know, yeah. you, you know, he was gonna play. But and outside of him, it's like Khalil was a top five guy. And then um, well, Eric Fisher, who was an offensive lineman for the Chiefs for a long time. But outside yeah, of that, he was number one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was he's the only number one uh overall pick from the match. Yeah, Central so, Michigan, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Look at that. Love it. Love it. Love the <laughs> history, you know, but, but yeah, you know, it's good. I think, I think you see a lot of these guys and you do have to work a little harder and, and show. And I think that translate back to when you're playing, right. When you're gearing up for a power five game from the Mac and you're just trying to work that much harder and, and come away with that win. So I think it translates a lot and you see a, a lot of these guys. Um, and we have some undrafted guys who've done the same thing that you're doing, you know, and, and work hard. Mm-hmm. So no credit to yeah, you. I remember, uh, yeah, I remember when I went to the Hula Bowl in Hawaii. It was like an all-star game after uh, after my senior year. I was talking to a recruiter, and he said like he he loved Matt guys because they were they were gritty, they were tough. Like they didn't expect anything to be given to them because of the circumstances they've been through. So you know anybody any any Matt players that may you know come across this and listen to this, don't think that you're you're written off already just because you're playing on the Mac. Like a lot of the recruiters actually think like this guy. You know, this is the kind of guy that we want in our culture because he's not going to come in here and act like a diva and act like he's entitled to a bunch of things. No, that's that's a great answer for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. And I got to say, I have one specific game of yours circled October 30th. I'm I'm rooting for you. Is that Green Bay? Rooting for you, (laughs) but... Please don't do my Packers dirty. They looked horrible this week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, it was week one they say week one is really just preseason four so we're gonna let everybody you know settle in and <laughs> and i have one circled uh it's in november on november november 20th i think you, you guys play the browns this year right yeah. yeah yeah so uh but that's at your place i believe so yeah i've never gone to a way I don't know. I feel like it would be like kind of when people come to a Browns game and wear an away jersey. But I feel like the Buffalo people are like really. I mean, they might be crazy, but I think they also uh, very polite. Yeah, very polite. Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily get that here. I feel like especially in November (laughs) when it's cold, you got to be nice to people who are coming. Oh, there will be Bills Mafia out there with no shirt on. Oh, (laughs) don't worry about it. Love it. Well, Reggie, we, we really appreciate the time, you know, best of luck, uh, this upcoming season, uh, look forward to seeing you not only this coming Monday night, but, uh, you know, in the future too. So, you know, keep, uh, keep carrying that Mac Toledo flag and uh, keep doing your <laughs> thing out there. Of course. Thank you. Appreciate it guys. Thanks.
it goes Baby, now I got the flow Cause I knew it from the start 